Beyond the Mic with Sean Dillon. We're joined on the Starline by an Academy Award and Golden Globe winner. You know her from The Replacement Killers, Mighty Aphrodite, and Romy and Michelle's high school reunion. One of her latest films is The Girl Who Believes in Miracles. We welcome Mira Sorvino. Hi. Mira, let's go beyond the mic. Your character, Bonnie Hopkins, says in the movie, quote, If ever there was a time to believe in miracles, to hope for them, this is that time, unquote. After reading the script, why did this movie speak to you so much? Well, I think I, I just, I, the, the story made me cry. Like, it was very moving. And the little girl's faith, her just sort of honest, open, pure faith, which is, I think, so wonderfully portrayed by the actress Austin Johnson, you know, that's kind of like the openness that we've all lost, maybe, you know, as adults with the, the hardships of life, the realities of the exigencies of all the external circumstances that kind of beat us down. And here is this child who's just like, it, it is that simple. It is that simple to just believe in God and talk to God and, and pray. And, you know, her faith moves mountains. She becomes a faith healer in the story you know, having God work through her and all of us are kind of doubting Thomas's, but ultimately my character just loves her daughter. And then when, when her life is threatened by, you know, a medical condition, like I, I lose it. I fall apart and I have four kids and Austin reminded me of my youngest daughter, Lucia. She looks kind of like her. She has the same color eyes, the same hair color, uh, just a different nose and a little older, but like I would look at her and I, I couldn't not see my daughter. Those scenes where I'm worried about her when I get, you know, the news of her prognosis. Like I, I'm just, I, yeah, <laughs> I was so happy when those scenes were done shooting because they were so hard emotionally. They were just draining. Ultimately the story is really life affirming and positive and it's a feel good movie. And it's, it's really that Easter message, you know? Perfect. How is Christopher and the kids support you while you master your craft? Well, they are very supportive. My husband's also an actor. You know, he's currently working on a show truth be told with Octavia Spencer and uh, Kate Hudson. So he gets it. We both get it. We both understand how to be there for each other and kind of pick up the slack when one or the other is working. When we're both working, it's a little bit more difficult. But the kids, you know, for me, the family is my refuge, right? So when I come home from a hard day of work, a terrible scene, I walk in the door and all that falls away. And I've got mommy's home, you know, and my daughter hugging me and my old daughter wanting my advice on something she's doing or my son, you know, it's his baseball game or, you know, just... So real life steps in and gives me my grounding and that's kind of who I am in real life. Um, you know, that's the predominant Mira Servino, not the public Mira Servino. So uh, they give me everything, my heart and my love. Um, yeah, that's, that's what they are. I, I, I brought my younger son Holden with me when I shot um, Girl Who Believes in Miracles. I mean, we shot it in Oklahoma, so not my whole family could come. It was during the school year and my husband was, also working at that point. Um, so, but I had my son come visit me for a week and we took this wonderful trip on the days off where we went to the state park and stayed in a cabin and then went swimming in the river and this waterfall and got these little, you know, blow up boats and went <laughs> down the river in the boats. Um, and then we went to this skateboard famous park and, and went to a, you know, a state fair with the carnival, with the roller coasters and so I have very fond memories of Oklahoma 
because it was with my son, you know, my son made it like the real experience for me. Although I loved, I loved shooting the movie with the people that I got to work with and the director, Rich Burrell, he was wonderful, but my son personalized it for me. Would you ever encourage your kids to join you in the movies in the filmmaking industry, or would you rather they stayed away and not lost that innocence that you have lost? Uh, you know, I wrestle with that because my oldest daughter now is saying she wants to be an actress. And I remember my father not wanting me to be an actor. Um, and look, on the one hand, it affords you this very exciting, interesting life because you get to go all over the world, literally, and have fantastic experiences and get to immerse yourself in various topics that you would never have known about had you not done that project. You know, some some are so specific, like I got to do a movie about the blockade in Leningrad and I lived in St. Petersburg, you know, or, or Barcelona. I played a Catalan girl and lived in Barcelona. You know, you, you pick up all these temporary lives, right? Um, and that's fascinating. And if you do well, obviously the economic upside can be, you know, terrific. And, um, but there's a lot of downsides. Uh, first of all, as my father would always say, you know, you're only as, as successful as your last two projects and it's a business of comebacks and you know it just you have no job stability you have no career longevity you have no plateaus like if you were a doctor and you got a good position you had your residency and then you started your practice unless you have a terrible malpractice suit or you decide to leave it you can probably have that practice for 30 years as an actor you are literally job to job your whole life Unless, once again, if you land on like something like a Law & Order franchise, which is tried and true and lasts from season to season to season. But most actors are not that lucky. So our lives are really uncertain. And also, you know, I, I was just going to say it because of, you know, everything that I experienced in my life, not only Harvey Weinstein, but all, you know, all kinds of other situations. It's, a, it's not the safest business for girls and even boys, you know, if you're young and vulnerable, uh, people with power, and I think we see this in all walks of life now, we are understanding that this is possible in any profession, but I think performers are particularly vulnerable to uh, predators preying on their vulnerability and their lack of power. And so I would be very, very nervous that people would sexually harass them or worse. You know, that that's always my fear. My God, my daughter wants to be a model too. And I'm like, no, that's like just a rape factory. So no. Uh, but I just, you know, those things, those things concern me. They really concern me. And, and the way your ego takes a beating when you are not on top, you know, like I experienced a really long time after being blacklisted by Harvey where my career took a giant dip and it's only the past couple of years that it's really picking up again. Um, and that's hard on you because if, if you feel like you're still the same person doing the same quality work you always did and then nobody wants you and you're sort of persona non grata, that's, that's a real tap dance on your ego and your self-worth. So I, I do struggle with whether it's a good idea for them. I don't know. If you ever had a chance of a role in Star Trek Discovery or Strange New Worlds, would you? I would. I've already, we've sent that message out for years. Mira is like the biggest Trekkie ever. Please, you know, if you have something for her, do it. You know, years ago, I turned down a guest star on, uh, I don't think it was Next Generation. I think it was Deep Space Nine. And it was just the particular character I didn't want to do. And I don't know if they held it against me <laughs> because, you know, they've never asked again. And my dad, you know, my dad did a, a guest star on Next Generation. Nothing would make me happier 
than to step into the Federation boots on. Nothing <laughs> would make me happier than to put on one of those suits. Uh, that I, I just love Star Trek. I always have because, you know, when I was a child, you know, it was already in syndication. It was way past the time that um, they were shooting them, you know, but I would, I would watch the reruns with my dad in the living room and it was a real bonding experience for us. And I just loved just the sort of the moral universe of Star Trek and the fascinating worlds that they would, that they would venture into and the sort of morality plays and human questions that would be examined by putting it in an alien context. And uh, boy, I, I still love the spirit of Star Trek and I would, would love to be a part of the franchise in any way. Her latest film is The Girl Who Believes in Miracles. We thank Mira Servino for taking the time to talk with us today. Thank you. And that, my friends, is a Beyond the Mic shortcut. <laughs> <laughs>